0: Hello and welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. And with me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. On today's show, we are going to be talking about uh, competition. It's kind of a follow-up to our last episode on collaboration and uh, cooperation. Um, so, uh, I, I, I guess you have some more thoughts on this. I tend to think that, uh, competition is a very positive thing, but I know it's a subject that, uh, a lot of people are a little bit, a little bit scared of competition.
1: Yeah. Hi, welcome, um, to the podcast. And I, I just want to say before we get started that we're kind of excited right now because today really is the, uh, six months anniversary of our first podcast. That's right. It is. And- We've had over twenty seven thousand downloads and of over a thousand per episode and we have an international reach at this point with thirty percent of our podcast coming from other countries
0: yeah the the feedback from you, our listeners has been absolutely incredible, and we're so thankful for everyone who's been listening all along and sharing the show, introducing new people to it. Um this this show has grown so quickly because of you. Because of you our listeners sh- sharing it with other people who you know will enjoy it. And so this is this is all for you. It's all because of you and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for for really um allowing this to become as successful as it has.
1: Yeah. Big thanks to everybody. And, and I also want to remind everybody, too, that we're always open for suggestions of topics, and you can um, post those on our Messy Studio Facebook page if you want.
0: Yeah, and anybody who's not following us on on Facebook should absolutely do, sh- do so. That's where we put a lot of our photos, um, a lot of our links and information uh, about our guests and the topics that we're talking about. So uh, check us out on Facebook, follow the page, like the page. Um, if you have any comments or suggestions, you can post them there. And um, uh, it's it's really great to connect with other people on Facebook, and um, we we'd really love the Messy Studio to become a community of support for our listeners. So uh, please uh, follow us on Facebook. Make that page kind of your home. You know, please uh, uh, feel free to interact with us there. Um, we also have uh, some somewhat exciting news um, that we may actually be moving out of our. Messy audio recording booth and into. You some, mean
1: you mean the walk-in closet? Yes,
0: the walk-in closet. We may be moving out of the closet and uh, into an actual studio. Um, you know, a more professional setup. I've been communicating with some people at the local public access. Um, uh, TV and radio station that um, I've there's some some friends that I've had and I've been talking to them about what we're doing at the messy studio and they have given us the opportunity to go over there and possibly start recording video as well and uh, so there might be a whole lot of uh, new content that is being produced for the messy studio in um I don't know, a couple months or something. I'm not sure how fast we can pull this thing together, but uh, I'm pretty excited about it. They seem excited about it. So hopefully yeah. we can make it happen. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so onwards to Onward competition. With, with competition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, there's a lot to say about this. And you started out by saying that you feel like it's generally, you know, a healthy, good thing. And I, I agree with that, but I have a few other thoughts as well. Okay. I think um uh, it's the idea that competition is is healthy is is something that kind of goes along with the type of competition I think where there are sort of clear cut rules or guidelines or goals or things like that, so you can sort of measure your success um competition let's say you're you know you're a competitive tennis player and you say to yourself well i You know, I lost that because I need to work on my serve or something. You know, you have, you have these definite things. And I was thinking about it today. And I think the, the art world is competitive in perhaps not such a healthy way sometimes because it's kind of. It's kind of murky waters that we swim in. Like, we're not sure what the standards are. There aren't very clear-cut definitions of how you're being judged.
0: Well, don't you create your own metric for success? I mean, don't you have things that are important to you? Yes. You know, so if you're... Focused on monetary success. And that's different from being focused on, uh, say, recognition in professional journals or, mm-hmm. um, any number of other metrics you could use to, to, to measure your success. Right.
1: And I, I think that has to do with setting goals. And, but I think when, when we feel competitive in a negative way in the art world, and it is, it's hard, it's a hard thing to deal with, I think, because I think what I'm getting at is, if i feel competitive with someone that i notice is having a lot of success then it it's not a c- clear line of of how to proceed to achieve that kind of success myself
0: so you're talking about being resentful of people who are successful it can happen
1: it can happen and i i think when i said it was kind of murky waters to swim in i think the kind of the kind of thing where you where you notice someone being successful and you feel competitive with them in the sense of some of the more negative emotions, like you may feel jealous of them, you may feel a little bit lack of self esteem yourself because you're not where they are, and you might feel angry because somehow they got the breaks and you didn't and these kind of things are uh they're kind of a thing i mean i I think I think it's honest to admit that those kind of feelings are out there and they're hard to deal with.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, um, you know, that those are generally negative. Um, but, I you know, I think that they also can be positive in the way that they motivate us to improve ourselves and improve what we're doing mm-hmm. um, and improve how, improve how we're doing it. Um, I, you know, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before that I think we kind of make our own breaks. Uh, we have a tendency to look at, at people's success and see, wow, you know, they, they, they're just an overnight success. But in reality, most people who are quote unquote overnight successes have been working at it for years.
1: That is very true. And,
0: <laughs> and I, I think that the, you know, when I say you make your own breaks, I've talked in the past about reaching out to people and taking the, the initiative to, yeah um to to take that first step and i think that that's a, a lot of what leads to success in the long run mm-hmm. and if we can recognize those things in ourselves and recognize areas for improvement i think that's a positive thing it's definitely not a positive thing to look at other people and resent them for mm-hmm. for doing that better than us <laughs> right you know
1: right and i i think it is a personal challenge for a lot of people to to overcome that um in in terms of social media, I mean, we, we're so aware, I think, those of us who are involved in Facebook, Instagram, whatever, we see people that we would consider our peers or maybe not even at our level, and they're having wonderful successes, and we should feel very happy for them. But Well, and the, and we the, the, problem, with, always-
0: <laughs> the problem with social media is that you only see the positives. That's all that people post. Well, that's true. You but- don't see the struggles. You only see the... Uh, you know the the conclusion of those right, struggles—the the
1: sale, the new gallery—the yeah,
0: exactly. So you don't see the everything that went into that into right. that outcome, and and
1: I and I do I do agree that that you know when you have those moments where you feel, wow, somebody's doing better than I am, and it it is sort of this vague amorphous thing sometimes. I mean, it is a, a time to say, well, you know, is there something I could be? putting more effort into. But I think it's also, it's really good to think, too, about we're, we're, all, we're all very different. So, in a sense, there's this sort of apples and oranges thing going on with competition or professional envy where my path might not be your path. Oh, my, exactly. Yeah. My work is very different than your work, and my contacts and my background and everything are very different. So, it's it's easy on some superficial level to say um how come that person is doing much better than I am and to feel badly about it and and then you know to kind of step back and say but you know why am i comparing myself to this person because we are very different and we're on a different route completely
0: yeah, absolutely. And and you need to measure your your own success by your own metrics and by your own goals and ambitions and not by the success of others.
1: Yeah. And I I think, you know, in the big picture, I mean philosophically at least, I I think there's enough for everyone and that
0: Oh, absolutely. that
1: every every success just kind of lifts everyone up and says, you know, the art world is thriving and so and so has sold some paintings and things are happening and you know, and 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 yet, I I know to be honest that that is not always easy to feel that way.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. There's
1: this kind of a
0: there's there's a, t- a tendency to feel that that somebody else's success is your loss, mm-hmm. but that's not actually the case. Some mm-hmm. because this isn't this isn't a zero sum game. No. There there's uh plenty of opportunity for everyone, and everyone can act on the opportunities that they have. Mm-hmm. And and as you, I, I think that what you were kind of aiming at is that the rising tide lifts all ships.
1: Uh, that that is true, and and I think I think knowing that is a good thing, and I think really feeling that and experiencing that is a challenge.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we all have this kind of demon inside of us that I,
1: I have to tell a little story. On okay, myself. go for it. So, so uh, years ago, I, I got a phone call from a friend. And he said, wow, I just had this amazing day. This stuff happened to me. I have to tell you about it. And I said, oh, wow, what happened? And he said, well, first of all, I sold this big painting to this really important collector in Milwaukee. And this is, you know, this is really, really going to make it for me. It's like, this is fabulous. Oh, wow, that's really wonderful. I say. And then he says, um, and on the same day, I found out that I've been invited into a museum show and I'm going to be featured in this museum show. So I'm listening to this and to be very honest, I'm feeling like I got kicked in the gut somehow. (laughs) Like, oh, how can this be happening to my friend? And at the same time, and not to me, and at the same time, I'm thinking, be a supportive friend, be a supportive <laughs> friend. <laughs> so I'm saying, oh, well, you know, tell me about that. And, oh, that's so great and good for you. And blah, blah, asking questions. And 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 I'm thinking, I can't let him know that I'm very envious at the moment. And so this went on for a little while. And then he says, oh, by the way, um, do you know what the date is today? And I said, no, because everything got chased out of my brain by this conversation. <laughs> and he says, uh, it's the 1st of April. And and I, I still didn't get it. <laughs> and he said, April Fool.
0: <laughs>
1: and he made this whole thing up, which was actually kind of a mean joke when you well, think about it, it. It
0: was and it's and it's also kind of revealing, you know? Because you got to to experience that. How would you react to this if it was real news? I didn't feel good about
1: myself because- No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I, I think that, that actually that's a, a, a great example of um you know, kind of a, uh, an insight into your own psyche and everything. But it, um, so when we see other people being successful, I think it's great to think, how would I feel if this was a friend that this was happening to? Uh-huh. You know, a lot of times it's easy to look at people who are being, who are successful and feel kind of detached from them. Exactly. if we, If we don't have a personal relationship with them and feel like somehow they probably don't deserve it as much as we do and stuff like that. And, um as a as a way to avoid those kind of reactions mm-hmm. it you know maybe it's a really good idea to kind of think what what if this was a friend of mine? you know yeah. what if this was somebody who was important to me
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> it wasn't a pretty picture <laughs> <laughs> well- <laughs> um and and I'd like to think i mean like I said that was years ago I'd like to think now I would respond differently sure but, yeah um it it is um i think when there's When somebody tells you something, and it is a friend or somebody that you care about or you're close to in any way, uh, and it's an art thing that you were both hoping to have happen, and it happened for them, but it didn't happen to you, that's probably the hardest situation, I would say. Uh, If it's something a little removed, like, oh, maybe they applied for some grant and you didn't even know it existed and they got it, and you can say, oh, that's wonderful. you know, But if you both wanted to get into the same gallery and they did and you didn't, You know, it's it's kind of cringy. I mean, really, it's it's difficult, and I think I don't think there's an easy answer to it, except to try to be try to be aware of of your own feelings. And I think it, depending on how well you know someone and how good a friend they are, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, "Oh, you know what? I'm feeling really jealous right now." Yeah. As long as you don't do it in a way that means, and you should feel guilty because I feel jealous or anything weird like that. But just kind of laying it out on the table and saying, uh, wow, you know, i am trying to process this, but it's not easy for me. <laughs> I think everybody would kind of understand that actually. Oh,
0: sure. Because we yeah.
1: always try to hide it. And um, it, I guess it's probably a very human response. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: But at the same time, you know, I, there there are ways that we can address these emotions in a more positive way, sure. You know, uh, one way that I, I, I think I've kind of touched on is is just viewing it as your success is not my failure, right? You know, that's that's kind of step one. Your success is not my fa- my failure, and I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and really appreciating the success of others as if it's like somebody who's close to you. Um, and then and then also, what can I do to improve myself? Mm-hmm. Um, and and to me, that's really. The beautiful thing about about competition is that it uh, it prevents us from stagnating, mm. you know, uh, yeah. to me, the beautiful thing about competition is that it pushes us mm-hmm. and it's and it's how we push other people. You know, it, it keeps us from kind of getting stuck into a, a grind, a monotony, mm-hmm. you know, just doing the same thing over and over again. It forces us to innovate and to create and to express ourselves in different ways right. and to try different things.
1: Right. And if, if someone does have a big sale or they get into a gallery or something, I mean, it, it is the most, uh, worth to you to say, well, tell me how that happened, you know, and
0: yeah, absolutely. And how, and you have a person in your life who is achieving success and you have access to them mm-hmm. and you can ask them these questions and help yeah. yourself in the process.
1: Right. And I, I think just looking at it as a learning experience for yourself, I would also say as a kind of an aside that um, somebody who has just, say, gotten into a gallery or made some great connection, there are there are people who will look at that person and say okay now will you help me do that you know what i mean yeah and
0: you don't want to be demanding
1: no because there
0: to... uh, you know as as uh the thing about success is that it opens new doors yeah and and as soon as you start to achieve some level of success you become a very busy person you do yeah <laughs> i mean it's not like it's not like you become successful and then you don't have to work anymore you right. know it's it's that you become successful and then you work a whole lot more
1: you, you do yeah and i and if someone I mean if you're in the position of you've had the success and somebody immediately says, "Oh, you got into that gallery. Well, can you help me get into that gallery?" I mean, you really don't want to hear that at that time.
0: <laughs> no, and you and you don't want to um you don't want to try to leverage your position no, to you to try to bring other people up because it's it's going to it's going to bring you down. And you so, know, I it's, mean,
1: sometimes it does happen that you can introduce someone to a gallery, but it doesn't happen right well, away. It, it,
0: doesn't, it just doesn't look very professional to, no, to get a, into a gallery and then say, hey, I have a friend who has this right? work. You know, I mean, there, you may have that opportunity to help other people, and you absolutely should if you have that opportunity. Yes. But you don't want to um, put your own success at risk in order to help other people.
1: And I think there's a time and a place for that. And, and absolutely. You, you sense it when you've, been, when you've been in a gallery for a while, you start to think, uh, you know what they're about and you know the people that run it. And at that point, you could start to say, How, can I suggest someone? And that's that's really different than and, when you're new.
0: And if you want to, to help somebody, you know, bring somebody up with you, then what you should really consider is a collaboration. Mm-hmm. You should consider doing work with that person.
1: Ah, yeah. Topic of last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the tie
0: in. This is the bridge right uh, okay, here. Okay, Ross.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> because, because collaboration and, and cooperation and competition all go hand in hand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, they, they aren't separate in any way. There they're things that, you know, yeah. sometimes we're in we're in competition with our friends. Uh sometimes we're in collaboration or or cooperation with them. Mm-hmm. And it all just depends on the cir- the circumstance. And we don't have to allow any of it to be negative.
1: Oh that's that's really a good point. It's there's a lot of energy flowing in different directions, I guess. <laughs> and I think when people when you're in a situation where you see somebody succeeding, and you wish you were. Um, maybe that is also a time to realize it's not about you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's that's a very basic stance that is helpful in life overall, and understanding that whatever happens to someone else is it's happening to them, not you, and. That is a very freeing thought, really. If yeah, can, absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a way of looking at the world that is overall good. And, and we have lots of opportunities to practice it. <laughs> and, and they're all somewhat challenging because we're, you know, we can't help but see the world from our own eyes.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's uh, that, that's something that we all deal with on a daily basis. You know, when we're standing in line at the grocery store and the person ahead of us is taking a long time. You know, we, as, as, on, on some level, you want to make everything about you, you know, and, and it's just a, a very human way of of dealing with the world. And you need to kind of step outside of that. Yeah, and right. Have right. a little bit of objectivity. They need to buy their
1: groceries too, right?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, I the interesting maybe to talk a little bit about, we've touched on it a bit, but from the perspective of the person who is having the moment, the successful moment, the The big sale, the new gallery, and and how to how to handle that and how to convey that information. Um and also, you know, not I think some people are afraid of competition when they're in a position of success. And they 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 are afraid that other people will climb up, climb up pulling them down like the drowning person or something. And so They can become, oh, different ways of pushing people away with it. I mean, being too boastful or too, I'm so special ish, you know, and pushing people away or, um, just being not very generous with their own selves and their own abilities to help other people. And that, that seems to be another thing that, that you learn with over time when you do have successes is, sort of take it in stride, like not get all blown up about it, because, again, sort of philosophically, you know, it's all external. It's not those rewards are coming from outside of you, and they can come and they will go and they can change day to day. And so to try not to be either really puffed up about them or really devastated by them is try to find that even keel is is important in the big picture, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I think it's very helpful to try to think of advice that you can give to other people should they ask you for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think it's a good idea to go around telling other people... How they can improve or yeah. how things that they can do differently, because it just comes off as being very condescending, yeah, and, and uh,
1: most people don't want to hear that no absolutely <laughs> not.
0: If people want your opinion, they'll ask for it, yeah, and it's it's good to kind of you know have some ideas of of you know what what you did right, mm-hmm. not necessarily what other people are doing wrong, mm-hmm. but think about what you did right, you know where were your breaks and how did they happen
1: right and and to try not to be. To try, I guess, like I just said, try to be as generous with other people as you can. And we talked about times when you it might not be the best idea to stick your neck out too far if you're new at a place or something, new at a gallery, or if you have a new collector, whatever it is, but there will come a time when you can help someone else. And I think that's that's the other side of competition too, when you're, When you're the one that can reduce the sense of um, inadequacy in the other person, or you're the one that can reduce their sense of feeling envy by saying, well, first of all, hey, you know, it happens. It's sort of, it is just a, a matter of hard work. and." trying to follow up on things that just kind of demystify it a little bit.
0: Well yeah. You know? And and I mean there's this whole thing of like the seen and the unseen. You know, there's the, there's the the tip of the iceberg is what people see. Yes. You know, they see that that 10 percent of of what's actually visible about what you're doing, what you're posting on Facebook, so to speak, <laughs> you know, and, and yes. then there's the 90 percent below that. Yes. And it's, it's good to talk about that 90 percent. Very good. You know, yeah. I mean, in terms like this podcast, you get a half hour of content listening to this podcast every week. There are hours that go into this. Yeah. There's all the preparation. There's all the editing and production work. There's yeah. all the stuff I do behind the scenes where I'm contacting people with studio space and trying to line up, you know, how can we <laughs> grow this thing? How can we improve our quality? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's so much that goes into it to produce that half hour of content for right. you. Right. And and so it's it's difficult to understand really the amount of effort that people put into what they're doing.
1: It really is. It really is. And that yeah. It's easy to say. Well, look at look at how they just something just landed in somebody's lap. <laughs> <It's> yeah, like, <laughs> they probably spent a lot of time, effort, and perhaps money to get to that. And, point. and those are
0: the and and that's the stuff that's worth talking about because it's the things that that people don't see that isn't obvious,
1: right? And they're the things that other people can emulate or bring into their own lives. And so I think that's a form of generosity to to say, hey, you know, here's. Here's the behind the scenes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like no nobody just sat around waiting for this to happen to them. Right. You know, right. this is something that we all that we all strove for and created.
1: And and of course, people do have lucky breaks and, you know. Luck some- is
0: luck is a part of it. But luck happens to everyone. And it's a, it's a matter of, of recognizing opportunities,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because opportunities fall in people's laps every day and they don't act on them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so how do you how do you define success and how do you measure your own success?
1: How do I personally? Yes.
0: Yeah, so, and, and how do you think other people should?
1: Uh, well, wow, that's that's a very big question. <laughs> I mean, I, I think success has different aspects to it and it has. I mean, there's financial success. There is recognition success. There's personal emotional success and all those things maybe at different times and different aspects of it take precedence, but I think at the bottom of it all is the feeling that anything ex- anything that validates you in an exterior sense, like recognition, sales, all that sort of thing, that is, um, it has an ephemeral quality to it, and it's not really... It's not really the true success. I think the true success is your inner feeling that your work is important and you're doing it. Yeah. And I think that we can all become very, very distracted by (laughs) what we perceive as other people's success. And if you sort of realize that the bottom, the bottom inner part, the bottom line, the inner part for everyone is their own sense of uh, accomplishment within themselves that kind of equalizes everything.
0: Yeah, well, I think that the greatest com- the greatest competition that we have is competition with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And and always trying to push yourself for more of whatever it is that you need yeah. to reach your goals. And
1: that that's a very healthy competition because you can't really be jealous of yourself, right? <laughs> well, I am, but <laughs> I think it's it's a it's a kind of a pure inner, you know, striving and trying to to get better and that's that's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah. And, and we get what we gain from competition from others. We can gain from competition from with ourselves. Um, but I think that that the the thing that is most important that we can draw out of this whole podcast, um, this the, at least this episode is, is, is that uh, the the important thing is to always be looking for the next thing that you can do to improve. Yeah. you know that that continual improvement of your work of yourself of what you 're doing um, and uh, always trying to innovate and create and do something new, do something exciting do yeah. something yeah <laughs> do do something that you 're excited about do something that that other people get excited about um because i mean we 're in a marketplace and it 's all about what you can do for others and how how your work is uh, a communication between yourself and other people around you. Uh-huh. And uh, and I, I think that that's really what, what the heart of competition is.
1: Well, that about wraps it up, I would say. Yeah, so, <laughs> so
0: that about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. You can find The Messy Studio on Facebook as well as public profiles for both Rebecca Kroll and myself, Ross Tickner. Make sure to check out www.coldwaxbook.com and www.rebeccacroll.com and sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, or Stitcher, and leave us a rating and a review. Remember to share the show with friends and family and anyone who you think will enjoy it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. In the meantime...
1: Embrace your creative space.
0: Messy or otherwise.
1: Thanks a lot.